You know, that was something that I felt always kind of like in my game, the reason I couldn't quite get as close to people, I didn't have that sexual tension that a lot of people had with each other. Are you trying to convince me, Vanessa, that you had no sexual tension with Steve? Because <laughs> uh -huh. I felt it. and welcome to our first official Big Brother Oh My God 18 recap of the season. I am so excited. Vanessa is here. We have so much to talk about. Uh, if you guys want to get more in depth on some of the stuff that we're talking about, you should probably get the feeds over at yourallerecaps.feeds. That really helps support our shows, as does becoming a patron at yourallerecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron group, uh, prize giveaways every week, special shows just for patrons, and your questions asked, like some that we're going to ask to Vanessa today. Lastly, if you want 24-7 live feed updates, check out our Twitter at BB18updates. But shut up, Eric. We need to get to Skittles and more. <laughs> Let's bring on our favorite, a reality recap favorite, your guys' favorite. It's Vanessa. What's up? How are <laughs> you doing, Vanessa? Well, I'm definitely not playing as much poker as I should be right now. Mm. Uh, it's so hard to focus with my sister in there. I just like... I mean, the feeds are like crack. You basically just have to watch. And when it's someone you know, you're vested into it. And it's, you know, I'm watching a lot of it. So trying to pull myself away so I can get back to work here in a minute. But, uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Stressful, but fun. I cannot imagine how hard it is for you, how hard it is for Mel. Which, let me say, how, uh, how is Mel doing? Is she loving watching the feeds? Yeah, she loves it too. She, uh, I, it's She's better at it. She knows more about like you know, the feeds and, and how everything, all, all that works than I do because she had did it all summer. So she's kind of been showing me the ropes and she's like, okay, when the fish come back on, that's when we can shower and get stuff done. Because <laughs> otherwise <laughs> we're just like glued to, we actually have a Roku TV thing and we're glued uh -huh. to all the time. So yeah, we're, we're completely unproductive right now. It's not a good thing. <laughs> oh boy. Now, Vanessa, here's what I want to know before we start talking a little bit about this week. Of course, everybody's going to want to know about um, what you think of uh, how Tiffany's doing in the game and what you think on a lot of these people. But let me ask you this first, because I already made a bet. Oh, boy. Tiffany said in the interview, she's like, oh, Vanessa and I talked a little bit and she gave me some pointers. Is that code for there was Skittle diagrams and she has ah. the whole entire rule book memorized and there was like 2 a.m. late night chats? Uh, no, but no? so here's, here's, the, here's the whole thing. We, I actually only knew days before she went. She only oh. knew a week before she went. It was a very last minute thing. You know, she actually applied without me even knowing right after she won the sequester thing. And right. So she submitted this application. I had no idea. And she had earlier in the year made it to the finals of Amazing Race and she didn't get cast. She actually got casted for that completely unrelated to me. She would, they found her on, on uh, oh, what's that, that app that people date on? Tinder. Oh, Tinder. And uh, they found her on Tinder. Ironically, it was the same girl who had originally cast me for Amazing Race a long time ago when I made the finals in that. And so 
funny thing, she makes the finals match. She doesn't get cast in the Amazing Race, but she had that contact info. And then she played Sequester, won it, and she decides to like shoot an email to the same person and being like, by the way, like I won this thing, and I would love to be on Big Brother. I'm sure you guys already done this season with casting, but maybe next year kind of thing. She just sent that email to her casting person, submitted her application, and she didn't tell me. She tells me because she was afraid to jinx it, like the Amazing Race one didn't work out. Right. And so she didn't find out that everything was good until a week, less than a week before she was kidnapped. So we didn't have very much time. And I was in the middle of the World Series. So we didn't uh -huh. have much time to talk strategy. We definitely did talk, but I would say a few hours of strategy talk. However, she did watch the feeds 24-7 last summer. And she asked me a million and two questions when right. I got back. And so she knows my strategy. And, and then when she played Sequester, we talked strategy a lot during that period of time. And so she knows my game. She knows a lot about what, what I think works in the game and what doesn't. And she also has her own style, which she's doing really well, I think, playing the game right now. I think she is doing amazing in the game right now. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk at the end about some of the stuff that has happened uh, since the show. Kind of spoilers. We'll try and keep it spoiler free, but no promises. Now, before we get into that, Vanessa, everybody, and I want to do this super quick. This is going to be your challenge. Let's see just two or three more, like word association oh goodness okay what you think of the big brother players starting with bronte becky and x factor oh okay paulie reminds me a lot of becky uh paulie let's see um loyal and laying low right now mm, zakia smart uh beautiful well i'm gonna keep him in anyway glenn <laughs> uh unlucky uh. and uh you know new yorker vibes new yorker uh natalie i like her how do i explain it uh more there than meets the eye. That's way more than two words, but yeah. Ooh, no. Oh, no. You can use as many words as you want. I'm just saying okay, I just want okay. us to do it like, uh, okay. uh Victor. Uh. <laughs> oh, uh, he's, uh. You, yeah. You know, I, oh, God, I can't really make up my mind on him. I'm thinking he, he's a little bit, uh, he needs to tone down things with some of the other players. I think they're getting turned off by some of the, the confidence, maybe overly confident. But uh, I, li I like his whole charm that he has. Charming, I would use. I, I love charming. Um, uh, Bridget. Uh, Bridget. I, mm. <laughs> Sweet and also smarter than given credit for. I totally agree. Uh, Jose. Too much. Exactly. Uh, oh, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. No, love, I love it. She's my sister. I'm obviously biased. <laughs> right. Uh, Corey. Uh, Corey. Let's see. Um, good competitor. Needs a little more confidence, though. Mmm. I agree. Michelle. Love her game. Very strategic. And uh, yeah, she. I. I. I really like where she's. I like the way she's playing the game right now. 
I agree. And lastly, Paul. Uh, lacking self-awareness a bit and uh, dominant. Dominant, yeah. I, ooh, that Paul. We are going to get more into uh, Paul in a few minutes. What do you think about the returning players, Vanessa? Nicole, uh, obviously James from your season, Devon from your season, and uh, Frank Udy. I like I like all of them. I have no, you know, bad blood or I'm a game player, so I don't take thing, anything personally mm -hmm. from like last season or anything. Right. In terms of how they're playing the game right now, uh, I, yeah, I think that Nicole's playing a very trustworthy game uh, and that'll, that'll definitely suit her. I'm not sure she's taking the bull by the horns. Is, well, you know what? It's early, so she shouldn't really be doing that. So she's doing, I like her game so far. Uh, I like James's game so far as well. Uh, I think he's made a big change since last season in terms of aligning with stronger players. That was sort of built in for him structurally because the vets are stronger players and obviously he was going to align with them. Uh, so I'm not sure how much credit we can actually give him for that, but it is he has pulled in other strong players into their alliance and he seems comfortable working with them. His social game obviously is on point. That's his, he's great at that. He is. Uh, Day, I, I like the way she's playing. I like the way she's keeping certain things closer to the vest. I like the way she's keeping the lid on her emotions right. and, you know, I, 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 I have a couple of strategic questions about how the way she's playing the game, such as, like, just to bring it up real quickly, this is, like, one of my biggest concerns. Has everyone just forgotten about the team twist? Like, seems like that's not even on. I don't know why they're making alliances completely disregarding the, the team twist. Like, it's, it concerns me that Day isn't concerned that the targets right now are Jose and then Paul, two of her teammates. And she hasn't done much to shift the attention away from that. In fact, she's probably responsible for most of the attention shifting on them to begin with in the first place. She's the one that brought the information about Jose that he told her on the hammock to the vets. Right. And so I don't know how smart that was when she's good. We're not clear exactly. Maybe you can clear. Maybe you know more than me about the rules of this whole team thing. But from what I understand, keeping your team intact is important. I, we didn't hear anything that said if your team falls apart, you're out. I, no, no, but I mean, like, you want your team to be strong to win. There, there's going to be team comps. Unless Devon does not like her team and would prefer her team to go because she wants to play the game alone. And if her team goes, then maybe it's like, oh, now I can work with an, another team or now I'm a free agent and I'm playing alone. My team is gone. Eh, that's a risky way to play things when, you know, I'm thinking that the team comps are going to be the ones, I don't think they're going to do it the way they did the first week that like every time it's going to play all the way down to someone being eliminated. I think that was for just for week one. I think what they'll probably do is have a team comp and then the winning team like has safety. And why would you want to jeopardize your ability to have to not stress out for a week, especially when you know as a vet you have a target on your back. Right. So I, I, I don't think necessarily, I get Jose because I think he was going to make that target for himself anyways, even if she didn't bring the information to the vets. However, as a second target, it shouldn't be Paul automatically. And now, like, her and Zakia are going to be at a huge disadvantage in these team comps. Um, why not shift the attention to some of the other newbies uh, on some of the other teams so that things are a little more fair? I, I would have at least been thinking about that, and I didn't seem see that at all in her game. Uh, so... 
yeah, and, and also I think that she's a little more suspicious about Tiffany than she needs to be at this point. And that's sort of like that suspicion is what got what ruined her eight person alliance to begin with in, in our season. Right. Remember, she was working with Clay and Shelly yeah. and um and then she because they were laying there on the bed talking, she went in the room and basically later had this whole blow up with Clay and Shelly and Jeff and then ended up not trusting them and then made Clay and Shelly her own alliance people turn on her because of the paranoia and suspicion about them. And so I would just be leery that she's doing that again. I hope she doesn't. I would love their alliance to stay intact. It's great for my sister's game, and that's obviously who I'm rooting for. Right. Uh, but I could see that in the works. Um, and then Frank, for the fourth vet, uh, he's playing a great social game. I actually think of the four vets, he's playing the best game right now. I agree. Uh, and he, yeah, he's um, he's doing. He's got the social game down. He's got obviously the comp game down. He won the uh, the roadkill thing or whatever they call it. Right. And uh, no one even well half the people know, but half of them don't. Right. And uh, doesn't seem anyone's holding that against him yet. And uh, and then strategically, he's set up pretty well. He's got he's got a good team. It, no one's really being targeted on his team. Uh, he's in a good spot to save Polly this week. Yeah, and he says all the right things. I I, I like the way Frank's playing right now. I uh, I I think Frank has the ability to go all the way as far as the vets are concerned. Uh, let's talk teams for one second in case anybody doesn't know. So James's team is Natalie, Victor, and Bronte and their team Unicorn. Nicole's team is Corey, Tiffany, and Glenn. Obviously, we know already down one person, Glenn. They're Freakazoids. Frank's team is Michelle, Pauly, and Bridget, Category 4. And Devon's team is Paul, Zakia, Josea, uh, and that's Team Big Sister. Now, uh, we have... I want to start here for you because I think this is a great question, and it's from Dan Chase. He wants to know, what is one thing you would tell Tiffany now, like where we're at at the game, everything that we know, uh, to change about her game? Oh, uh, yeah. I would have come out about the secret to the the other newbies. There's Half the house knows the secret. Seem fine with it. The other half of the house has no clue. I don't know why she's waited this long. It's 10 days in. It's getting to the point where when that comes out, it's going to be like a really awkward moment. And she needs to get it out herself rather than allowing the other veterans to potentially potentially use that as leverage against her. If their backs are against the wall, they're going to use all the information they have. And letting her alliance hold on to that secret is very dangerous. And Tiffany, no one's targeting her right now. She's on no one's radar. People like her. She's done a great job in the social game. And it, it would be a good time, like, now to get that out there. Like, in her one-on-ones with people, just get that out there ASAP. That would be my first, my biggest advice. Because basically her team's in power. Like, she wants to, she should be getting it out there when her team is in power versus yeah. when her life in the game can be more in jeopardy. Right. Um, let's jump. I think we're just going to jump all around. I think it's the best way we're going to do this one. Uh, so, on the feeds last night, we find out Tiffany is now part of the Alliance, All-Girl Alliance, Fatal Five, with Nicole, um, Zakia, Michelle, and Devon. Are you liking this alliance, Vanessa? Oh, I like it. Do I think it has <laughs> staying power? I'm really worried. I'm, I actually, I'm really worried. And after watching a little bit more of Day on the Feeds, I just, 
Tiffany can't help but have the same mannerisms as me. And it didn't matter what I did last season. I couldn't get Day to trust me. And I have a feeling that's going to hurt Tiffany's game when it comes to Day. And Day will be able to influence Kia and therefore that girls alliance. Not sure how much staying power there is there. I do think Tiffany, Nicole, and Michelle have staying power. I'm not sure how much with Day and Kia just because of I think Tiffany's trusting Day just a little too much at this point. Right. And, you know, really Tiffany is being straight with her and like actually going to her kind of like a big sister when she has like weak moments and being like needing like a boost. She's going to Day and then Day's kind of using that information a little bit against her. Right. And so it makes me a little leery. Uh, the funny thing is the thing I love about the Girls Alliance though is right. Tiffany's doing exactly what we talk about, we talked about, which was build an umbrella of alliances that overlap each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so the way she's doing it is there, there is the eight pack, right? right. You have the eight person alliance um, with uh, the four vets, Tiffany, um, Corey, mm -hmm. uh, Michelle, and Kia. And that works for her really well because then within that eight pack, she has um, a five person alliance. These girl, the five girls within the alliance are also a sub alliance. Yep. Then within the eight pack, she also has her entire team. Nicole, Tiffany, and Corey are all in the eight pack, which is really convenient. That's another built-in level of protection within the eight pack. And within the eight pack, she has kind of a good duo thing going with her very tight friendship with Michelle, which I also really like. Right. Then what, what I like that she's doing is she's building relationships outside of the eight pack with people like uh, Natalie and Polly, um, who she's sort of building that personal level relationship with in order to make sure that whatever say they have in, in the future when her team's not in power, she won't be the first target. And I don't think that she will be a target anyways because within her alliance, she's it's a perfect alliance for her because it has so many built-in shields. You right. have a lot of, you have like the blooming, the blossoming potential showmance or at least mm -hmm. perceived powermance between Nicole and Corey, which should keep the, power, the spotlight off Tiffany when it comes to her, her team getting targeted. You have the four vets shielding her because the newbies definitely will want them out before they want Tiffany out. Assuming Tiffany can tiptoe dance around the whole being my sister thing. Right. Um, and she's got a, a big brother super fan in Michelle as another shield in front of her. Someone she could likely end up on the block with because I think they're not hiding their friendship at all. That gets pretty obvious they're friends in the house. So, but I think people might perceive Michelle as a bigger threat than Tiff um, just because they'll know Michelle's a definite super fan of the game and seems to know a lot of details about a lot of things. Um, and so, so I, I love the way that she's sitting right now. I don't think she's anyone's target for three or four weeks, at least, which is a good spot to be in. So I know that you um, have the feeds on. I'm I'm seeing a lot, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on the sincerity of it. I'm seeing a lot of, let's say, Devon sitting in bed with Tiffany being like, Vanessa, shout out Vanessa, look, this should have happened last season, it's happening now. I'm seeing James in the living room with Tiffany. Look, Vanessa, it's me and Tiffany, we're doing it. How, what are your thoughts when you're seeing that on the feeds? Do you think they're trying to make her feel safe? Do you think they actually mean it? They might want to mean it. Uh, I think that there, I think there definitely is some gameplay there to make Tiffany feel like brought into the fold. Not that they're like preparing the shank under the bed kind of style. Right. <laughs> like you, there is a little bit of that in there also, though, as we see later. 
I, the perfect reply I can have to the one, for example, where Day was like, and this could have been you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, the reason it wasn't was pan a couple hours later into the feeds when she's talking about Tiffany behind her back, like we can't fully trust her and da 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 da. And I read that in my season, you know, there was a reason I didn't work with her. Not to mention, she had already formed an eight-person alliance. I wasn't in it. And if you notice, the people I ended up working with were the outsiders, the people not in that eight-person alliance. I essentially reacted to the structure that was already made by Day. And so it couldn't have been really me. I don't think Day ever gave me the opportunity to work with her last year. But uh, first of all, and so, yeah, there is definitely that element. I think that James is probably more open-minded to working with Tiffany than Day is. I, I just think Day doesn't fully trust Tiffany and probably nothing Tiffany can really do to get over that. Right. I think if Tiffany watched all last season, I think she knows the same things that you know about Devon. But I am going to hope, because it does seem like Devon has made a lot of changes to her game. And there is nothing I would love more than for Devon to stick with what she's saying. I would love it. Oh, me too. uh, I would love it. It would be great. It, It just... Based on history and based on seeing the cracks in the foundation already on the feeds in conversations that happen when Tiffany leaves rooms, I'm worried. Yeah. Well, I mean, and here's my thing. And uh, let me know. Chat room, let me know if you agree or disagree. And um, what do you feel about uh, Polly and Tiffany, XOXO Feedsters, Allison wants to know, what do you think about them being in an alliance? Do you think that it would be better uh, than the Fatal Five, or just do you like it? I love Tiffany working with Polly. Polly seems to really, uh, and I'm not 100% that he knows, I think he knows that she's my sister. Does he know? Do you know? Y- yes. Okay, oh, chat. Well, chat no? room, confirm that. I want to say it's yes, but cha- there's enough people here to confirm. Chat room, confirm if he knows. He does not know. Oh, he uh, doesn't know. He does. Really? Well, I thought after they did the shout out, he said, hi, Vanessa, under his breath. I could have sworn I heard that, but that was the only clue I had that he knew. Otherwise, I would thought no. We're getting way more no's, like 10 times the no's to one I would say maybe only see a few people saying okay. that he knows. So if he doesn't know, um, I guess I'll have to reevaluate once he knows because that can definitely change people's mm-hmm. impression. However, uh, based on watching their behavior on the feeds, Tiffany and him have a 100% flirt man's going on. Uh, I don't know if she likes him or not, but I, I think he likes her. It's or, or he's just like, he is a big flirt. They've said that. But for some reason, it seems like he seeks Tiffany out more than the other girls. And I see that. Uh, it also may be the maturity thing. He's older, and I think he's in his 30s, and so is Tiffany. Mm-hmm. A lot of the girls are younger, so I'm sure they have more of a meeting of the minds thing going on in addition to, like, the physical flirtmance. So, I, and the fact that Tiffany knows he's a sibling, and so is she. She needs him in the game because he's, he's a, again, a built-in shield for her. And someone, he's very trustworthy if he's anything like his brother, and he seems to be into working with her. So I wish she had, I'm not really sure why he's not part of this eight pack thing. I don't know why no one brought him in. I, I, I really don't understand that at all, but I, yeah, I mean, and I totally got sidetracked from what my actual question was to you. <laughs> so I went with the other one. This is really where I was going with it. I don't understand why the returning players are, don't have a better bond with Tiffany and Polly. Like, it just seems like it was almost set up that those they six people together. are going to work together. And 
I don't understand it. And then it kind of goes into Nicole's nominations. Right. And so, to be fair, we got to put that on Polly and Tiffany. Then they must not be doing a strong enough job of going up there and explaining to the vets, listen, we're in the same spot you're in. Like, we're going to need numbers to protect ourselves. Even though we're not veterans, our, our siblings are, and we know they're going to target us because of that. Let's work together. And I think that conversation could have been there in a stronger way. And it wasn't maybe that that's why maybe they're not so gung-ho. They need numbers. They Tiffany came to them in, in today, and that, that was her way in, her road into that alliance, and that worked. Right. Um, I'm not sure why Polly's not doing it. Again, like I said, he's laying low. Maybe that's his plan. Don't get too involved in the gameplay early on. Let people make targets of themselves and do like I did. Start playing more strategically week three, week four. And let the first couple weeks just happen since you're not the number one target. He's on the block, though, which makes that strategy a little scarier. Well, yeah, 100% scarier. I, this is why I wish, but I know it'll never happen in <laughs> fantasy land of Big Brother, I wish we got feeds from the second those people were in the house, because we don't know if that conversation happened before the feeds turned right. on. We don't, those are the things that will, well, you'll find out, but we won't. Uh, so I, I kind of like it for that reason, but I agree. I, I honestly, I think Nicole nominated Polly personally. So uh she nominates Polly and Josea this week. Oh, like a little bit of get back for the Corey Cody for thing. For Cody thing. One yeah. because their oh. whole thing of we're gonna keep you safe and we have the numbers. Why you could put up Paul. Right. Like I said, that made I mean that was my tweet right after. Like or while it was happening, I was like, no, why would you use your own number as a pawn? Like she, everything she says seems to indicate she wants him to stay. Though now, I think there she might does. be a little bit of a personal thing there. She's a smart player, though, so I don't know. Again, I we don't have enough information about what went down the first ten days to to really know. We just don't, and uh, I don't. I just think there were so many safer ways for her to do the HOH. Though, if she wanted Jose out, which she seems to one hundred percent want that, it would have been safer, obviously, to put Paul up. 100%. It definitely would have been. Because um, now they wouldn't have been sweating the vote and needed someone from their team to win that power, the the whatever, the roadkill thing, which thankfully they did. Now they put Paul up, which really gives them the numbers advantage that they thought they had before, but I didn't think they really had. So, but that was a risk. There was definitely a risk. So, spoiler alert if you don't want to know, pull your headphones out for a second. Uh, the Sunday night competition, which I think is, it's called Roadkill, uh, and apparently, yes, Frank won it, and right. the power that you apparently win is you get to secretly nominate someone, and he has nominated Paul. However, I don't know if you were watching the feeds, I guess it would have been last night, it seemed like they were having Nicole say that she did it. Did you see any of that? I didn't see the part about her having her say that she did it. I it, didn't see that at all. It came off as if Nicole is saying that she is going to say that it's her if it comes out who did it. To protect Frank because he's already such a big target? I don't know. I was interested to know what your theory was. That's very, wow. If, if she did that, that's very loyal to her group. Wow. It is. That's so loyal. It's getting a lot more blood in her hands. She's already getting the blood in her hands. However, I'm not sure. I mean, she already had those two players against her, so it doesn't really do her all that much damage, and it's smart to protect your team. I mean, it's similar to the sort of thing I would do uh, during my season when 
I was willing to, for instance, win the POV when Shelly and Austin were in power so they didn't have to get additional blood on their hands and I could keep the noms the same um, and or use it to back to Audrey as we ended up doing, which wasn't the original plan. But, uh, or also being willing to stay in power when I was HOH with Austin because I knew he was a bigger target than me and I didn't want him to stay HOH and get all the blame. I thought I, I could. So if she's doing that, it's it's smart because she's not as big of a target as Frank and it's good for her alliance and it's a very loyal thing to do. And another one of the reasons that I, I really wish Tiffany and her talked more game. Well, yeah. maybe I just haven't seen it, but I, I hope there's more. I think there has to be more. We haven't even, no, it hasn't even been 24 hours. I haven't slept in three days from the Big Brother premiere part. So like, I don't know how long these feeds have been on. No, it hasn't even been 24 hours yet. Here's a serious question. Uh, Vanessa from Zappa2001 in the chat room wants to know, what do you think Tiffany is going to be better at? Uh, the sling band game or pop ball game that you guys <laughs> used to play? <laughs> Probably pop ball because she was a basketball player. So. Oh, pop ball. Okay, good one. Um, uh, <laughs> do you, do you think? Oh, who it is? Who? Oh, Lauren Henchin wants to know. Tiffany is likely going to do very well in mental competitions. It seems to be in your guys's blood. But how do you think she's going to do in the physical endurance competitions? It's hard to judge because that's the one thing we are a little different. She's got two inches on me. She's more like the tall skinny. I'm I'm tall but not not as – I'm 5'7", and I have more muscle. She – like I'm, I'm stronger. I can beat her in arm wrestling, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, she's more like the skinny model type body and at 5'9". So she's faster. Um, mm -hmm. She'll do well in speed type things. I'm not sure the muscular endurance is going to be her thing like it was mine. Uh, I, I – you know – so didn't know I was good at muscular endurance until I won those comps on, on my season. But Tiffany, I, I thought might because maybe it was, that was like our genetic thing or something. But from seeing her on the, the spaceship thing where she fell off or, or the rockets, um, probably not. I think she's going to have more of a speed thing. And uh, if there's something with like aim, I think she'll be pretty good. She's an all-around athletic girl. She's, she's, not, she's in decent, pretty good shape. She's, yeah, I think she'll do pretty well. Probably better when there's less people to compete against. As long as there's... You're competing with so many people. There are some people that are just pure athletes, and those people are making it hard for her to win the physical comps right now. Okay. Uh, officially, Gabby, but literally, you got this question like a hundred times, wants to know, who is your favorite in the house besides Tiffany? Who is my favorite in the house besides Tiffany? Ah! What if we said, who is your favorite? Like, who just do you like their personality the best? And who do you think is playing the best game besides Tiffany? Okay, well, personality, I mean, she's so lovable. It's hard not to say Nicole. So I just, I, I adored her on her season. I think she's a good person. And uh, I just like her as a person. I've never actually met her. I would love to meet her. So that's why that's, you like uh, her. She's, um, yeah, so she's, she's, oh, that's why I like her. Oh, really? She's not nice? Not nice. Really? Oh, see, I don't know. But to me, she seems really nice. And uh, let's see. I think who's playing a good game right now? Uh, I think Michelle is playing a very good game. Um, and uh, I think Bronte on the other side of the house is mm -hmm. actually a very good game. Have you heard the Michelle rumors? Well, I guess no. it's not rumors, it's Michelle facts. You saw it no. a little bit in her video package when she said, 
I hate when fat people don't realize they're fat. Well, apparently she also has a whole entire Reddit devoted to how much she hates fat people. <laughs> yeah. No. It's not good. <laughs> Look, I will do what I do best, which is stay out of the personal stuff and judge people on their gameplay. Exactly. But, you know, and I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, I probably do too much in my life where I will say, look, maybe she's just only had that perspective. And if she were exposed to another perspective where maybe she saw people trying to lose weight who couldn't, she might be more open-minded. But she's young also. And all all these people, myself included, have a lot to learn. We all have a lot to learn about ourselves. And Big Brother is a great way to bring out the things about ourselves that we can work on. And probably coming off the show, she'll see that and and, and be exposed to that perspective and grow. Right. I think, uh, 100%, I think the Big Brother house is a great place for people to grow. I think it puts people around other people that they wouldn't necessarily have been uh, around before. So I, too, try not to judge them personally uh, and stick with game when they're in the game. And when they're out of the game. <laughs> Nicole. Um, <laughs> who, who? I have no idea what you're talking about, uh, but okay. I'm not going to even go there on this show. I'll okay. tell you after, maybe. <laughs> uh, how long do you think the teams will last? Do you think that these teams are going to go the whole game? Do you think they're going to stop at jury? Uh, they can't go the whole game with only four people. I mean, one team has bad two weeks. Now it's like so slanted. I don't think Big Brother likes it, the production, when it's it's so unfair. So I I there might be something like what they have in Survivor where they then redraw. Like I, I actually thought at 15 they might have redrawn to three five-person teams, which would have mm-hmm. been better. For These four-person teams can only exist really through max week four. So it, I think after that it's going to – it's going to – it, it'll be really hard to keep those teams and thing going in a fair way. So, um, I want to know what your thought is on another rumor. I think we all know expect the unexpected twists are probably going to keep being thrown into this game. One possible theory that is out there is that the POV will come with a new power that the winner chooses the replacement nominee, not the HOH this season. Is that something that you think is going to be interesting to watch? Would you have liked that dynamic in the house? What are your thoughts? Do you think I would have liked it? Let's see if you know me very well. Do I think you would have liked it? Uh, Well, no. I mean, it depends. If you were HOH, no, you would hate it. Because the control and that, like, asking for, like, I already had everything always blow up in my face. So, I mean, I guess I would have just handled, had to deal with it as I had to deal with things when things blow up in my face. But uh, I like it in terms of entertainment value. Strategically, it makes things harder to control. But, see, now this is where I'm horrible at math. But statistically, wouldn't you have more of a chance to control the game with this dynamic in it? Because... Wouldn't you have, like, better odds with your team being able to always pick a replacement versus the HOH? You know what I'm saying? Okay, here's the problem. Right. The problem is, without Battle of the Block, right. uh, one of the best ways you have 
especially when the numbers are close between competing alliances, mm -hmm. the best way you have to control who goes home is to put two allies on the block next to each other right. so that they can't vote to keep each other, okay? And so that their side is down two numbers, not right. just one. Right. And as a result, can't vote against your side. Mm -hmm. Now, now, however, with this power, you're going to have two people being able to win the POV, pull themselves off, and then pick a replacement who they're going to obviously pick from the other side, which just, it takes away the ability to pit an, an alliance against itself. It takes away the ability, it takes away a lot of strategic control. And of course, you can adapt to that. Any good game player should be able to adapt to any changes in the rules. So I like things that change it up here and there. I'm not crazy, though, about that twist. Me, personally. Yeah. See... Uh, as a viewer, I love the twist. As an entertainment value, I get it. Totally. I, because I think it limits one side of the house being in power all the time. But as a big fan of strategic gameplay, I'm also torn with you on that because I think it favors, in a way, a less strategic gameplay. Actually, also. so there is the, there is the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Devil's Advocate argument that if you're playing a great game, you shouldn't be any side's target. So that should be okay that even if the POV, it, it actually forces you to play even more strategically in a different way that uh, instead of, so it, what it actually does is it tips the scales from having a very strong team that needs to win HOH comps to stay in power week after week after week to a more individual style game where Yes, you need to have a strong team, but you also need to have your individual game on point such that it, when, when, and it will happen much more often with this POV twist, the other side has power to control who's on the block. They don't pick you. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't hate it. I just, I, I like Big Brother the way it is. So I would have probably just kept it. But if they do it, you know, we'll see how it works out. And I'm totally open-minded to it. Uh, yeah. I think maybe with this Sunday competition, it might not happen. I think we will see it happen in future seasons of Big Brother for sure. Um, another thing that they are floating around, or I almost think this has been confirmed. Chat room can tell me if it's been confirmed or not confirmed. But Julie no longer reading uh, or letting people know the vote numbers. So you were voted out four to five or two to one. You know, no longer telling them, just saying you've been evicted from the house and not telling them by what numbers. Do you think that that will have a huge impact in the game? They are doing that, right? Honestly, I, I oh wait, no. Oh wait, well, again, half the people are saying yes confirmed. <laughs> I feel we, we like- no We're like, we still have no idea. I All feel right. like, I feel like it's confirmed. Okay, so, uh, okay. Uh, as a strategist, I like a structure that enables a strategic player to do well. Right. A strategic player does better with more information available because that's more information to exploit. And I use that all the time, the vote thing last year, mm -hmm. to create paranoia in other people. Right. And think, it's funny, I people watching the feeds probably thought I was indeed paranoid when actually what I was doing was I was acting paranoid to create that paranoia in other people right. to get what I wanted to happen. Right. So that... It, I liked that because it, you have all these theories that can brew about who voted which way and you can use that if you're smart to make smart arguments and get your desired outcome to come to pass. Now, uh, on the other hand, um, it favors a more blindside style game 
where so people are probably going to be more willing to do big moves because they know that, that they won't be singled out as just the one person who flipped the vote. It could look like everyone flipped the vote. Uh, so definitely, again, probably better entertainment value. Let me ask you this question, just because I know you know her. I'm going to say she is the official she is the official reality recaps biggest Vanessa fan, if not your biggest fan, KK Whitting. And she wants to know, uh, Vanessa, do you think that it's Tiffany's best case scenario to win HOH or to keep laying low this week? To not win HOH. I don't think she's necessarily laying totally low. She's she's had to play more strategically than a normal player would have had to come in without as big of a target as she had on her back. But I, she needs to not win HOHs for a while because the more, when she wins HOH, she'll be forced to talk strategy with people. And it seems that that's something people reminds them so much of me that she needs to steer clear of that as much as possible until there's less people in the house and she'll have more of an ability to use strategy to keep herself safe even if she is a target. Right. Which is what I think is going to happen to her. I think she's going to have a similar season to me, which is she's going to really not be a target for the first few weeks. Then people are going to catch on to just how well her game is working and then they're going to kind of want her out, but they're never going to be able to really get her out because there's always going to be a bigger target that needs to be broken up, a showman's to be broken up, some vets that need to be gotten out, some, you know, there's always going to be a bigger thing to focus on than to get her out. And even though she will be a target, I don't, and or maybe she'll have to win some comps and she'll be able to because there'll be less people. So I think right now she doesn't need to win HOH and she shouldn't. I'm just still kind of upset about my first question when I wanted to know all the training sessions that went into it. I just visioned you like having her in your backyard, <laughs> like pushing dice over, being like, no, three, you I got it. Four. Three at a time, yeah, but no. Oh, you need to. I didn't even, here's the worst part. When they have the, the comp about the, the memorizing, right? I didn't even get a chance to explain to her my strategy that worked last summer. You know, the ones with doing the stripes and stuff with my fingers and making a word out of the colors in my, like I had a really good strategy for winning that comp. Um, and I could have explained it to her and she would have done really well in it. She has a good memory, but the strategy makes it so much easier. So I wish I'd thought to even tell her that. And I didn't. So I remembered when she was in kidnapped and I was like, uh, mm, there's always banner planes. Uh, 68 <laughs> smile, 68 <laughs> smile. <laughs> don't do that. Cause don't ser comedic recaps, everyone. And don't do that. Cause it screws them. It keeps them locked in the house when they could have outside time. Um, but then again, nobody watching the show is paying $10,000 to fly banner planes. So we're good. Uh, uh, Giselle, Dead Draft, wants to know, so then you didn't teach her the Skittles theory either. I'm sure she got it from... Oh, you did? Right, that's the thing. No, I didn't. However, same thing with the strategy for the memorizing thing. And the I talked about it before on, on interviews like this and right. or in the house. And so if she... She watched a lot of feeds, so she very well could have seen it online. So I actually don't know if she knows my strategy for those. I didn't personally talk to her about them. I hope she does. I hope she is listening, but... Um, she could very well not know them. Uh, 68 Smiles wants to know, if you had to pick somebody for Tiffany to take to the end, who would you want to see her sitting uh, in that final two chair with? I know this is a week one, 18 hours into seeing anything, but at this moment, who would you want her to go to final two with? 
oh, part of me wants to say Polly. I just am nervous about. I think if Tiffany plays a good game, then it's not going to matter how socially liked people are. She'll be able. Tiffany's great at making an argument for herself. We saw that on Sequester in her final plea to the jury. I know she can make a good speech to show how she played a very strategic game. So I'm not worried against about her being with a big target at the end. Like I mean, a big a big name like Polly. I actually would really like her to see her go deep with Polly. I would too. I would honestly, uh, that is exactly who I said I wanted the final two to be. And we should say, because we do keep mentioning it, and Audrey, don't kill me, because I don't know the answer to this part. Uh, Sequester is Audrey's game uh, that she runs. It's like an online, it's kind of a twist on Big Brother. Can people watch? I know she's, I think she's done two of them now. Can they watch them back? Do we know, Vanessa? There, there are some episodes online. The first season has a few episodes online, and Tiffany season has the last episode online where, where Tiffany's talking to the jury. They, people okay. could definitely watch it. It's interesting. You see her um, make her case, answer all the jury questions. It's like an hour or two hours of her answering, being fired with questions and having to answer them and give two speeches. And um, it's very, it'll give you guys some insight into how, just how strategic Tiffany actually can be. I'll put the link to it in the description to this if you guys want to watch it. Um, Rafe wants to know, we're talking about the uh, advice that you did give Tiffany. If you had to say what was the one piece of best advice that you gave to her, what would it be? Uh, probably, well, just explaining to her game theoretically about always having shields in front of her, you know, and the, and how when you have these, when you have a big alliance, especially you need to have sub alliances within that alliance, which create built in protection for you because you will have a higher level of loyalty from people who are in more than one co-centric alliance. And what I mean by that is you have your eight person alliance here right. within that you have a five person alliance. Well, those five people, when it comes down for that, that eight person alliance to shrink, those five people are going to have just a little more loyalty to you than they would to the three other people in the eight-person alliance. So it gives you staying power and longevity in the game. And she's done that beautifully, and uh, I'm happy that I gave her that advice. It's working out well. Also, I told her to do – She's she is actually – she has a very good social game, but she's probably not a huge flirt. Maybe she is. I don't – hang out with her all that much. And, you know, we live in across the country from each other. So it's been a minute since we were younger. But from, from what I know, I don't think she's necessarily a huge flirt. I definitely see her flirting a lot on the show. And I like that. And I, I told her, you know, that was something I obviously never did. I'm in a relationship. Tiffany's not in a relationship. So there's no reason for her not to, you know, that was something that I felt always kind of like in my game, the reason I couldn't quite get as close to people, I didn't have that sexual tension that a lot of people had with each other, you know, just another little additional reason they'd want someone in the house because maybe they could hook up or, you know, that, that stuff plays into the game a lot as much as a strategist might not want it to, it does. And so, you know, she's, um, I, I told her to definitely be flirty and um, someone who is, you know, rather than, Tiffany can kind of be the, in her real life, I think she, her personality is, if someone hits on her, she's not interested, she could be a little bit like, very honest to put up that wall quickly. Right. I was just don't you don't need to do that. You don't need, definitely don't hook up with them. I mean, I get it. She's a teacher. She's not going to do that anyways. But but let them let them do that and don't don't like put that wall up so quickly because people won't like that. And you want to just let them think there's something there if you know if they're into it. So I see her doing that with multiple people and it's good. So are you trying to convince me, Vanessa, that you had no sexual tension with Steve? <laughs> that is really funny because uh, i felt it yeah you know you got me so... steve's in the chat rooms 
Hi, Steve. Um, <laughs> no, I just had a, I just had a poke fun of Steve. Yeah, I was trying to. Wait, well, what, what's the word for the one who's ten years? I'm more than ten years older than him, aren't I, Steve? I think I am. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it would have been even more than the whole Shelly Clay thing. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Steve was like my little brother. Exactly. We, who doesn't love Steve? Um, do you think that? Tiffany, when the numbers get lower, like let's say she, let's say this fatal um, five alliance thing works out. They're going to carry through. They're going to start picking the people off the teams, which I agree with you. Doesn't make sense that we're not factoring in the team factor, but let's just say they'll do that. Uh, do you think it makes sense for her to stick with the vets or to try and pull away and go more towards the, you know, newbies? Mm, it's okay. I'm just going to pretend I don't know that the secret has to come out and that's going to affect her relationship with the newbies. That aside, mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's inevitable the other side comes to power at some point. When that happens, they... It's great that it seems to be that we'll target the vets. And so she won't need to uh, she won't need to kind of do anything. That's just going to happen based on the structure of the alliance, which is great. Now, there's going to come a point in the game, like you say, though, where she's going to need to swing one way or the other. And if Tiffany's playing a good enough game, there's no reason to blow up loyalties. I'm a big believer that if you can be loyal and survive, you should be. So unless her own survival depends on it, uh, she should try to stick with the alliance's that she made the earliest. I'm honestly surprised that she didn't go into the house saying it right away. Yeah. Um, I know we saw in all of her interviews, she she kind of said she was going to, or she more so said she was going to feel the people out, but that she didn't think it was a big deal to. Um, I was watching it in uh, at the New York City premiere party with a lot of your uh, castmates and everybody. And when she <laughs> didn't say it, the whole place just like groaned. We were all like, no, why? <laughs> I literally tweeted, no. Like, yeah, uh, I wish she did. Again, though, remember, we don't see everything like this. Right. They have just parsed down. 10 days of television into three, wait, one, two, three hours of television. Yep. What? So there's so much we don't know. So I'm not going to jump to conclusion. I'll give Tiffany the benefit of the doubt to explain herself when I get a chance to talk to her. But from the way it looks, it was a great opportunity. I also know that Tiffany can be shy in big groups at first. Tiffany's a one-on-one -on -one type of person. She's great socially in small groups, but in big groups, she actually like isn't one to go up on stage and like not like, whereas I was always not shy. She was the shy one. She was the one like when we would go, we're only like 14 months apart. So we would always like as kids go everywhere together. I was always the one to be more the, uh, the one to introduce, like the first one to make this more move. I had more, not like I wasn't shy. She is shy. Right. So it could have been also her heart was beating out of her chest and she literally was too shy to do it. That, and I actually think that's what happened. She just mm -hmm. couldn't, spit it out and she like because when you're really shy it's hard in front of a whole group to like think about everyone looking at you and saying something she probably wanted to do it one-on-one -on -one. and I, we see her doing that to great effect look more than half the house knows right now and they're not targeting her for it that's a feat in and of itself um i see new york italian 32 uh has a question which is kind of like what i was going to ask you which is Will you send, if they ask you, an HOH letter to Tiffany, or will you not, thinking that might hurt her game? 
I'd like to send one to her. However, I'm not going to do it unless everyone knows about me. If they like, right. how, how did that happen before? I could have sworn. Well, everyone knew about Alyssa and Rachel when Rachel wrote Alyssa, right? Oh boy, yes. But wasn't there one where it was like, did did she sign it like a different way, like your sister, and just didn't put a name or? Okay, I'm gonna guess because I wouldn't know this for a fact. I'm just gonna guess something. I'm gonna guess that they would have people write letters ahead of time. And then I'm going to guess that maybe if you win HOH, they ask you maybe who you want a letter from. Mm, if well, I mean, I mean, in a situation like that, in a situation, I wish it, you know, but, but you they, didn't have a secret to out. I think if you right. are in a position where like, let's say you are the sister of someone, they would say to you, you, would you want a letter from that family member, which could out you in the game. I might have heard in an Alyssa Rachel situation. Right. All right. Well, I, I would say probably I won't write a letter until everyone knows. Until everyone knows. I, I don't see, because I just, I, I really don't want to like impact her game any more than I already have. Like, I'm just trying to let her have a fair game. Do you, would you want to see Pandora's box um, back in some way? We saw Alison Grodner say, it's kind of coming back, but with a twist, and that room is going to come back into play. The Pandora's box room will be back in play this season, but maybe not exactly as a Pandora's box. Do you, I mean, I know you can't control a Pandora's box, but... Oh, I like it. I like the Pandora's like box. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's, uh, it's another game within a game, so I definitely like it. And uh, However, I have a prediction about what the Pandora's box room twist thing is. Oh, God. And I can be like so off base, but this is what my prediction is. Because like, if you look at the um, nomination chairs, it says departures above them. Right. Which makes it seem like you're going on a trip, right? And then there's a travel theme. So what if this room is a place that evicted people travel to and have a chance to then come back into the game? Which would make sense since they've announced um, interviews aren't gonna be live this year with evictees, they're gonna be by email which only seems to make sense if they're still sequestered in a game sense. And so I, I'm predicting that this room is going to be probably connected to the Big Brother house or maybe an offsite location, but probably connected to Big Brother house where, but they can't contact the house guests where they're in there and all the evicted people are in this like travel location and they're like competing whatever to try to get back in redemption style maybe. That's sort oh, of my- I, c- I completely agree. I had that same theory back in December. <laughs> So That's is it I, is it doesn't it seem to make sense though with the departures thing above them and them saying that um the travel thing is actually more than just decor yep. it actually fits into the theme this year so it makes sense that you're going to travel somewhere like when you're evicted you're not you're just like on a vacation maybe you get to come back do you uh, speaking of the rooms in the house uh, do you like the, not do you like but if you had to pick their have not room or your have not room which one are you taking your yours being the dentist one, theirs being the bumper cars, and we're not sure if the music is playing in there nonstop. The one thing I didn't see was there's theirs have the really bright lights that mine had. It looked like really bright lights, clown bumper cars, disco balls, all that. All right, if it has the same bright lights, then uh, I would have picked the dentist chair because they're actually not terribly, terribly uncomfortable. You could work with it. If if if, if it's if not, if there's anything like dimmer lights, because the lights were unbelievably mm-hmm. bright in that dentist room, 
uh, then it just made it really hard to sleep, then I would pick the other one. But either way, look, they're going to make it uncomfortable. So it's not meant to be comfortable. It's supposed to be a punishment. And it's part of the fun in a way. I still want to see rocking boat beds. I'm waiting for that. I thought this was the year it would happen. I thought they would have little beds that like, bah, like you're in a boat. Like you get seasick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, how perfect for a travel theme. Uh, I would love it. Um, Yes, Mel is in the room. Somebody said, ooh, we brought up the the sexual Steve and Vanessa tension. And then then Mel came in the room. Um, So funny. uh, Chat room. What do you think... If you could go into the game right now, let's play in like a fantasy scenario. Somebody kidnaps you. They're going to drop you into the game. Great fantasy scenario. Love it. And they're making you HOH. Oh, okay. (laughs) Who are you nominating? And you have to like instantly nominate. Oh God, this is terrible. Um, like right now at this point in the game? Yeah. Uh, who am I nominating? Well, I am going to have to work with the vets and the, but how, however, I think I, this is very hard. This is like really, like I'm not good at fast snap decisions. I think things through. Uh, so listen, as much as I want to trust the vets, I, I'm not so sure James and Day can let things go with me. So there's, I would have to consider that. But then my instinct is to stick with the other big targets. My sister's already built in an alliance and go for the strong competitors on the other side to minimize the odds they ever come to power. And you know what? I'm not too scared about my side except for Frank because he's just such a good competitor. I, I, oh God, I really need more time. Isn't that a terrible answer? I'm so sorry. No, it's not a terrible answer. But- You're allowed to tweet it. That's why they should follow you at Vanessa Russo on Twitter and she'll get back to you. The, you know, I if you would have asked me the same question before the feed started, I would have said, James and Nicole, no question. Get them off the feeds. But James isn't that insufferable this season. And, or, or he's doing the same exact thing he did last season. So I actually like James on a show on the feeds. Um, I feel like Jose uh, is annoying the crap out of me. <laughs> However, keeping a big target in the house, really important. So, yes. you know, Jose's made such a big target out of himself. I'm shocked. He, we haven't seen him. Well, I guess it's because POV hasn't happened yet. So then I guess I predict he's going to, if he realizes, which I'm not sure he's self-aware enough to realize this, but if he is, if he realizes just what a big target he's made of himself, he w- could play that card. Like, keep me in the house, guys. I'm always, if I'm on the block next to you, going to go home. Like, keep a bigger target in the house and get rid of a stronger player. Um, yeah. And, you know, he has that card to play because uh, he's just made such a big target. He's pissed, like, everybody off almost. But don't you think that Paul would have sent like I feel like Paul kind of has that role going on more than Jose. Not after seeing all the the Fourth of July comments and the you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know. Yeah, all those comments that he made and like mm-hmm. the there's been like a lot of like the Harriet Tubman comments and and all that stuff and that's just like stuff that a lot of the house guests were really turned off by and he's just so loud and walking around. With like such tight underwear, <laughs> he's just like, like yeah, it's it's in your very in your face and yeah, he. I didn't like that he. Uh, well, I mean, part of me for drama wise likes that he seemed to be going around to start all the drama, but then it's just like, 
the drama you're starting is pointless. You're just... Oh. Go ahead. I th well, an argument that would work for him, which I don't want to happen because I obviously want my sister's team to have what they want happen, which is him go home. But right. what he could do is he could make the argument that, look, yes, I may be a big target. I may have opened my mouth and have a big mouth and, and all of that. But the one thing you know about me is you're going to see me coming a mile away. I've been unbelievably straight up about who my targets are and who I'm going for. And for, for, for any of the newbies, quite frankly, like Corey or Michelle or right. Tia, to vote against him if there is a not newbie next to him or like a returning player like Polly doesn't really make sense to me because yep. it really doesn't because, again, he's honest about who he comes for. And so you're going to see him coming for you a mile away. He's not a sneaky type player. And so from what he, from what I see, yeah. and he, he could, he's been very straight up. He's literally made an enemy of half the house because he flat out said, I'm coming for you. And so that you could use that to your advantage. You could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You could. I, I'm not so sure he's not a sneaky player yet. I feel like I don't know enough about him to know what he would do. We know he was supposed to have that 2 a.m. secret meeting the other night that we were all dying for. But then he was like, oh, I'm tired. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would have just loved to see so much more from him. I just, I really didn't like the move of him going on the hammock and telling, like, just come on. Like when he said today, I'm the Messiah for the newbies, like what a t good TV moment. Like see, it's almost like you were doing it on purpose to, like, obviously that's going like, come on. That's, I'm the Messiah for the newbies, really. Okay, could you just say, here, I'm going to give you some paint. Why don't you paint that bullseye right there? Right. Because I'm going to go for all of your allies. Don't worry, though. You're only the fourth one I'm going to go for. Like, how is that helping your game? So I don't think he's as sneaky as you think or giving him credit for. Not sneaky at all. He literally goes right to people and tells him he, that he's going for them. No, from that what we've seen. I, I definitely agree with that. I think him and Michelle are two people that every time they open their mouths, I'm like, oh, you're really saying that. But I think he does that because I kind of don't think he's seen a lot of the show. So right. I think he's just kind of learning as he's going type of a deal. Right. I don't think he would be that uh, playing it this way if he really watched the show. Um... Uh, what do you think, and then we'll wrap it up, what do you think of the people that are recruits that kind of in their Jeff interviews and when they're talking to people are like, oh, no, we didn't watch the show, or oh, we didn't watch anything back, or we like going in not knowing anything about the show? I understand why production decides to cast a mix of people that know strategy right. and people that don't. It makes for a better TV if you had a bunch of people like me on there, but me and Steve's, like it's going to be not as good of television just because strategic isn't necessarily, well, uh, <laughs> very strategic is, could be really kind of boring sometimes. You know, you need people to keep people awake and bring that TV stuff and bring also like the mistakes to the game. You don't want to see a perfectly played game. You want the mistakes to happen because they make good TV moments. They're entertaining to, to have happened. And so... I understand why they were cast. It, I think that that's the right mix of players to have. Uh, it, the one thing they should be doing, though, is trying to, which they are, they're targeting the vets. They should be trying to get rid of people that do know about the game, though, because obviously not knowing about the game is a big disadvantage. It is. I, I totally hear what you're saying. I'm going to say, and maybe it's because I love strategy, 
I want to disagree. I want to see an entire season with only like you and Steve and Derek and I'll even say Dan. And I want like an all strategic player season. And I don't think it will be boring. I think it will be one of the best seasons ever. Yeah, in a different type of way, for sure. I personally would like that too, but I'm 33 years old. So I, I'm not sure that what the main demographic is for the show, but I think it's a little younger and they also want that kind of like MTV Challenge-esque personalities and drama happening also. Well, if you could just win a few more poker tournaments, Vanessa, let's oh, sure. just, let's start a production company. I will, fi- let's make this happen, Vanessa. We can do this. We'll film it ourselves. Okay. And we we'll film it. I just gonna need you to go win some more poker tournaments and fund it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That that is what Audrey's kind of doing. Right? I know it is kind uh, of what Audrey's. The question she's doing it. It's it is, and I know Audrey is doing a lot strategic. She wants this to be a very strategic game, and uh, so so yeah, she is sort of doing that. It's uh, and kudos to her. I, I think Quester was like so exciting to watch, and I know I. I wish I had more free time to be involved with that. Well, um, she does them a lot. We know that she, we know that she does them, that she's going to be doing another one soon. Um, if you, I'm going to say, actually, we might have one more question for you, but let me ask you this quickly. Uh, if you could interject one twist into this season, I saw a lot of people ask this, what twist would you want to throw into this season? Mm, well, I'm sure I could come up with a really good one. Let me think if I, if I had more time. You, you were these fast questions. Uh, okay, a twist. Uh, something like, uh, I, I really like the Redemption Island idea, idea a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, it forces you not to burn bridges quite as completely as you might otherwise be willing to do. Right. Um, so, and also it would provide more for like TV if we could also watch those people in that Redemption Island setting uh, kind of strategizing, sharing information, everything going on. That would be really, really interesting. Uh, I like that. Uh, I'm going to think about that one and tweet it too. I wish I were better with the quick questions. I think I'm a little tired. I've been watching these feeds and I, I, I really have not gotten my sleep. I'm, I'm not 100% right now. Well, Vanessa, when you're not watching the feeds, let's do this. Where can the people find you on social media? Sure. Uh, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at Vanessa Russo, V-A-N-E-S-S-A-R-O-U-S-S-O. Uh, Twitter at Vanessa Russo. And uh, and then my sister, you should follow her, guys. I want to build her following for her. Mm-hmm. I'm running her social media right now. Um, and uh, so her Twitter is at Tiffany Alexis, which is her middle name, Tiffany Russo. I'm sure you guys, if you've Googled her name, you realize she shares the unfortunate coincidence of having the same name as a very well-known porn star. So terrible oh, for Tiffany. Oh, does she? Yeah, it's really not fun for her. So if you Google her name, that's what you'll see. So because of that, she doesn't have Tiffany Russo handle. She puts Tiffany Alexis 04. And um, you'll you'll see those on, I, I link to them all over my social media, both on her Instagram and her Twitter. So follow her, her there as well. I'm going to be posting like memorable moments of hers on there throughout the season. Perfect. I'm going below this video on the edited version will be all Vanessa's links will be all Tiffany's links. And this week when we're going to put up our favorite post, which is how to follow all the players on social media. Uh, So you guys can check that out over on the website. Um, Vanessa, can you give a shout out to your number one fan on this show? Pam BB fanatic. Sure. Uh, All right. Shout out to Pam BB fanatic. (laughs) Uh, thank you for all the support and love. Uh, means the world. 
She does. It means the world to us, too. Thank you so much, Pam. Well, Vanessa, are you going to be doing more shows? We uh, saw you on last night. I think you broke you now. Um, you had <laughs> thousands of people watching you and Mel live. Everyone wants to know, are you going to be doing uh, more of them? Yeah, I'm going to try. I, I Again, I do have to, at some point, resume my career as a poker player the world series are happening i'm missing events every day and like at some point i have to like draw the line and be like all right enough is enough that has to get to work and so right. i uh you never know with me maybe i'll cave and just keep I, uh, but yes i'm gonna try to do some more of you nows and and discuss things and yeah like maybe every few days and kind of recap where things are at and uh, sometimes I just need to get it off my chest too. Like I had so much to say last night, I was glad to do it. Do it. Then I mean, everybody loves to hear uh, what you have to say when it comes to Big Brother. So thank you so much, Vanessa. Uh, make sure that you guys are following her. We will see you guys um, back here, I guess, this weekend. We'll have our red carpet interviews up from the Big Brother premiere party, and we'll be live every time the feeds go down for uh, POV or NOM. So if you're ever not playing poker during then, uh, Vanessa, totally come and stop back on in. You got it. Any last things you want to say to all your fans watching? Oh, thanks for all the support, everyone. And everyone who sends me timestamps makes it easier for me uh, to keep track of the feeds. I, I, I always go back and look at everything that you guys send me. So thanks so much. Appreciate it. And I'm going to use that to say, and you can also see all the most important clips at yourrealityrecaps.com slash VB18 flashback.